Reader question. Is, quote, obesity an addiction like alcohol or gambling? This is the Weight and Healthcare newsletter. If you like what you're hearing, please consider subscribing and or sharing at weightandhealthcare.com. I received this question from reader Jalise. I recently heard somebody say that, quote, obesity is an addiction just like alcohol or gambling, but that sounds wrong to me. Can you explain? Thanks for the question, Jalise. You're right. It's wrong. Let's dig into this a bit. I want to start by being perfectly clear that there is absolutely no shame in having an alcohol use or gambling disorder. However, they aren't the same thing as, quote, obesity. While fully recognizing that the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, DSM-5, is problematic in many ways and certainly not the end-all be-all, the diagnostic criteria that it provides for each of these conditions can also provide some clarity. The DSM-5 defines alcohol use disorder as a problematic pattern of alcohol use leading to clinically significant impairment or distress as manifested by at least two of 11 symptoms occurring within a 12-month period. The number of symptoms determines the severity, two to three symptoms for mild, four to five for moderate, and six or more for severe. The DSM-5 defines gambling disorders as a persistent and recurrent problematic gambling behavior leading to clinically significant impairment or distress, as indicated by the individual exhibiting four or more uh, behaviors in a 12-month period, and the gambling behavior is not better explained by a manic episode. Now, quote, obesity is not in the DSM-5. That's because the diagnosis of, quote, obesity is simply a BMI or body mass index, which is weight in pounds times 703 divided by height in inches squared, that is greater than or equal to 30. People who meet this criteria do not have shared behaviors that are different than those of people who are not, quote, obese, nor do they have shared symptomology that is different than those who are not, quote, obese. Drawing this into sharper relief, those with alcohol use and gambling disorders share behaviors. Those with, quote, obesity share a height-weight ratio. These are not the same. The assertion that, quote, obesity is the same as substance use or gambling disorders is based on stereotypes of fat people and food, what and how much they eat, what their relationship to food is, and the continued perpetuation of the myth that body size is a simple matter of calories in, calories out. Even the weight loss industry is starting to admit that this isn't true, albeit only in an effort to co-op decades of work done by fat activists and weight-neutral health advocates so that they can sell more dangerous and expensive diet interventions, but nevertheless, they admit it. In truth, fat people are not a monolith, and they have all the same eating habits and relationships with food as thin people do. Whatever eating behaviors a fat person has, there are thin people with those exact same behaviors. There are also fat people with all types of eating disorders, but again, stereotypes and weight stigma often lead to eating disorders being undiagnosed in fat people or to healthcare providers, including those who are considered eating disorders experts, who believe that the only eating disorder that fat people can have is binge eating disorder or, and that all fat people have binge eating disorder. Another issue here is the concept of food addiction. While I do not wish to minimize the experience of those who identify as having or having had food addiction, I do want to point out that it's a controversial concept. Without doing a deep dive into this, at least not today, I'll also point out that the feelings associated with the idea of food addiction may be a direct response to the food restriction that typically accompanies intentional weight loss attempts. Since our bodies respond to this in a number of physiological ways, 
including by increasing the hormone that causes hunger and decreasing the hormone that signals satiety. For example, in studies of rodents and sugar, the rodents who display, quote, addiction behaviors are typically the rodents for whom access to sugar has been restricted. Also, the idea of being addicted to something that you require to live is problematic. That said, even if food addiction were a substance use disorder, it's still not the same thing as, quote, obesity, since, again, quote, obesity is just a height-weight ratio, and there are thin people who identify as experiencing food addiction and fat people who do not. The idea of pathologizing higher-weight bodies is rooted in racism and anti-blackness and continues to disproportionately impact those communities today. Please read Sabrina String's Fearing the Black Body, The Racial Origins of Fat Phobia, and Deshaun Harrison's Belly of the Beast, The Politics of Anti-Fatness is Anti-Blackness for a deeper understanding of this. It is also pushed by the weight loss industry for profit. And when someone, including, unfortunately, healthcare professionals, mixes that pathologization with weight stigma-driven stereotyping, you get the absolutely false idea that you can diagnose behaviors based on body size. This leads to plenty of harm, including healthcare practitioners who not only give doomed-to-fail weight loss advice, but in doing so, often tell fat people to eat less and exercise more without even bothering to ask how much their patients eat or exercise, or choosing to believe their stereotypes over what their patients tell them. Body size is not behavior, and anyone who claims that it is, is operating out of ignorance, weight stigma, or both. Did you find this post helpful? You can subscribe for free to get future posts delivered direct to your inbox, or choose a paid subscription to support the newsletter and the work that goes into it and get special benefits. Go to weightandhealthcare.com and click subscribe.